Hello and welcome to our weekly Outlook podcast. My name is João and today I have here with me my colleague Helena. Together we are going to update the latest news from this week. So, Helena, in the one year and a half we have been living a pandemic situation and the news related with this are always coming up. What are the COVID-19 news from this week? First of all, hello João, hello everyone. That's right, the news related to COVID-19 are always coming up and this week was no exception. The World Health Organization is monitoring a new coronavirus variant called Mu that was first identified in Colombia. According to the WHO, the new variant has been confirmed in at least 39 countries and this global prevalence is currently below 0.1%. The variant contains genetic mutations that indicate natural immunity, current vaccines or monoclonal antibody treatments may not work as well against it as they do against the original ancestral virus, although it needs further study to confirm whether it will prove to be more contagious, more deadly or more resistant to current vaccines and treatments. But besides COVID, in these last few weeks, the situation in Afghanistan has proved to be a situation that also deserves our attention. Yes, that's true. This past Tuesday, President Joe Biden addressed the U.S. nation and defended his decision to end the U.S. war in Afghanistan after nearly 20 years of conflict. Mr. Biden said, My fellow Americans, the war in Afghanistan is now over. It is important to note that this was one of Mr. Biden's commitments when running for the U.S. presidency, and he has now honored it. He also said that the U.S. must learn from its mistakes by setting clear goals when it goes to war and not becoming involved in nation-building. After being ousted from power shortly after the 9-11 terrorist attacks, the Taliban now control nearly all of Afghanistan. But this situation has been revealed very worrying, especially if we look to the consequences that it brings to the population. Yeah, unfortunately, we are getting closer and closer to a humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan. As claimed by a senior UN official, food in Afghanistan could run out this month, threatening to add a crisis to the challenges facing the country's new Taliban rulers as they endeavor to restore stability after decades of war. About one-third of the country's population of 38 million is facing emergency or crisis levels of food insecurity. Despite the UN's World Food Program has brought in food and distributed it to tens of thousands of people in recent weeks, only 39% has been receiving it. But the major news from this week were not just correlated with COVID-19 or Afghanistan. So, João, what other important news do you have for us this week? Well, Elena... In the banking sector, PayPal is exploring a stock trading platform for US customers. After rolling out the ability to trade cryptocurrencies last year, PayPal is now exploring ways to let its US customers trade individual stocks, according to two sources familiar with the plan. Regarding the expansion plan, according to one of the sources, PayPal hired Rich Hagen, an industry veteran who has now become CEO of a previously unreported division of the company, invested PayPal. This move comes amid a retail trailing boom that brought millions of new investors into the stock market. A combination of stay-at-home orders during the pandemic, government stimulus checks and viral events like the rise of GameStop in January have spurred new interest in the stock market. I have to say, the US is always at the forefront. You know, this week I heard about the US that, despite the massive unemployment and slashed earnings among working-class Americans caused by COVID-19, Starting salaries for recent college graduates continue to rise. Yes, according
According to a recent report from the National Association of Colleges and Employers, the college class of 2020 could expect an average salary of $55,260, an increase of 2.5% and 8.5% versus 2019 and 2018, respectively. Average earnings were even higher among graduates who majored in science, technology, engineering and mathematics fields. Do you know what I think is interesting, João? You were talking about the labor market in the U.S. and beyond the U.S. we have other great world powers such as China. And, however, these two countries have completely different work approaches. Completely, Elena. The Chinese have a brutal 996 work culture. According to Chinese labor laws, a standard workday is 8 hours long with a maximum of 44 hours a week. However, this has not been well enforced. Despite some employees have tried to fight their brutal schedule over the years, grueling 996 culture has carried on, with people working from 9am to 9pm 6 days a week and the government taking a hands-off approach. Oh, but public anger means authorities can no longer turn a blind eye, especially when China needs its workers to stay competitive. So, this last week they tried to reverse the situation and companies have implemented some changes. And from now on, workers alternate between five and six day working weeks. Well, I have to say that it's not only the China labor market that has suffered some changings. The climate has suffered too. Sometimes people forget that the change in the climate changes the way we live and consequently it has implications in our economy. The Britain's economy is a perfect reflection of that. According to the experts, climate change could spark even major shifts in British production in the coming decades. The UK Met Office predicts that the country is set for warmer and wetter winters, hotter and drier summers and more frequent and intense weather extremes due to climate change. This situation has already been changing various sectors of the British economy, do you know? Such as agriculture, the British wine industry, and the companies and investors outside of land-dependent industries. And while some businesses are attempting to mitigate climate risk and become more sustainable, others are falling behind. In fact, this is a problem that we must be aware of and start to intervene. Well, these were the main news for this week. Next week, we'll be back. So... See you next week.